<laughs> no, yeah. So earlier we were listening to your album from 2016, Nights of Nostalgia, and we were just listening to your recent song that just came out, Right Fam. Fam. Yeah. Love um, it. Love it. Started no, yeah. in my bedroom, cooped up, feeling like I need to let loose. Hold it back from everything that I've been through. Yes, I'm bad. <laughs> nice. Yeah. No, yeah. No. But the song definitely hits home, you know, about relationships with family, with friendships, where you started um, relationships, but just your overall support system. Mm -hmm. What was your main meaning by the song? Like, what did that song mean to you in terms of being open? You're listening to On The Go Voice Podcast, where generations meet to hear sources of relatable experiences and stories through discussions. Our goal here is to create a platform for individuals of all backgrounds to relate and find different ways others are facing similar situations in their lives. Whether someone is struggling which paths on careers to take, how to handle people and relationships in their life, creating a sustainable and positive lifestyle, or just simply looking to learn new perspectives from people with similar backgrounds and interests, this podcast is for you. Hey guys, you're listening to On The Go Voice. I'm your host, Charles Sabiaga. And co-host, Margot. And today we have a very interesting guest. Uh, this is an artist I was given to a re referral through Margot. And uh, he has some content on work that's behind it. That's, that really got me interested and I was excited to have him on. Um, a lot of his, uh, he's an artist here local in Oxnard. And he shared a little bit about, you know, his experience with the past and him being a single father as of right now. And I wanted him to be able to dive into that, especially is this IBC series, how that affects, you know, um, his work, being a single father and everything. And also overall, what's his relationship with that? So uh, why don't you dive into a little bit of background about yourself, Sensei? So. Alrighty, how's it going, everybody? Obviously, you guys know I'm Sensei. Yes. Sensei. Um, so going back to uh if i'm talking about being a single father nonetheless uh, when it comes to my music that's a big influence if it's talking about life or all the things that are going around in my life but if we're talking about going way back um <laughs> well, why don't you start with like where how you became an artist first of all you know like that background Okay, so going back to uh, when I first started music, my older cousin was recording in uh, his own closet. So just seeing him uh, just make music from a computer microphone, but turning that quality into something specifically like amazing, yeah. I was so surprised and uh, I would see him continuously do that. Right. But as time progressed, then he'd ask me one day, hey, do you want to jump on? So I'm like, oh yeah, you know, I'm down. <laughs> And that gradually turned into a passion. Mm -hmm. But uh, as I previously stated when we talked on the phone before, mm -hmm. my first start was love music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's was music right. always something you connected to personally? Oh, yes. Um, even before that, before the writing and the rapping and the production, mm -hmm. I was actually dancing. I mean, oh, wow. you know, we're Filipinos, so <laughs> we rhythm is in our blood. I, I think you know I'm the only one who didn't dance in here as a Filipino. <laughs> you <so>. know, <laughs> he's the last time I'll dance right now. But yeah, so um. So it started off dancing. Yeah. Um, the influence I could see in my mom. My mom's a great singer. She dances really well. Oh, she's right. a line dancer for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. You put them salsa songs on, she'll go in. Uh -huh. hey. But um, it started with that. And then as I gradually saw my cousin and I saw the influences in myself, 
that's where I saw an interest. So being young, what do you really write about? You know, what mm-hmm. are the things around you? You know, mm-hmm. relationships, you know, you're talking puppy love or yeah. this and that, you know, back in the day. So I'm like, okay, I, I want to write a song about you because I love you. Or, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm curious. I'm sure a lot of people are curious too. Where does the name Sensei come from? Because Sensei in Japanese obviously means teacher. A yeah. lot of the stuff that you post is really <laughs> motivational, um, growing and all that. But um, where does that come from and where does it inspire you? So originally, uh, if we're going to talk about how that came about, uh, I have a friend from Italy, uh, Chris Perrier. He's in the army right now. He just got back home from Afghanistan. So oh, okay. much love, much love. You're like, shout outs. Yeah. <laughs> so he had called me sensei when we'd all hang out with our friends and stuff like that. And he would mention that. And I'm thinking like, oh, you just calling me that because I'm Asian. Yeah, you know? he was Asian. <laughs> but yeah, you know, so low key, I was just like, oh, what the heck? What the heck? I thought he would be teasing me. But lately or after that, it stuck on. So I was like, you know what? Um, it stuck on. And at the same time, it was a transition in my life where... Uh, you know how all of us go through some specific stage where it's more partying and this mm-hmm. and that and that mm-hmm. your values change or your morals change or what you look towards like okay uh, what do I really want to do with my life and how far can I really take it so I got to take it seriously yeah so when I noticed in my music at that time I was going by kid swag mm. so eh, you hear that name it's <laughs> like eh, I'm not really gonna take you seriously but uh, the name sensei stuck out once he told me so I was like you know, how can I stick out as an artist? Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, um, to teach, you know, so to really give my life experience and give it to others and see what they can learn from that experience nonetheless. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, rights and wrongs, um, you know, toxic relationships, my whole navigation through my life and what I'm going through right now and what I will be going through. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, but from your background from moving around so much because i could definitely agree with um you know military and being every everywhere with your different type of experiences what truly kept you going with music what kept you passionate about it Ooh, it was always there really because um when we would be moving around um i'd meet a bunch of people Mm -hmm. and music was always around you know you'd I'd go to high school and stuff, and people would say, oh, I'm a rapper, oh, I'm a rapper, this and that. Um, I guess once I knew that I can really take it really somewhere was obviously high school. Uh, yeah. Seeing that, you know, people around me are supporting, showing love, mm-hmm. local love, this and that. So I could, I saw a little glimpse of possibility. Bad. So that's where um yeah <laughs> no yeah so earlier we were listening to your album from 2016 nights of nostalgia and we were just listening to your recent song that just came out right fam, fam. yeah love um it. love it started no, yeah. in my bedroom cooped up feeling like i need to let loose hold it back from everything that i've been through yes bad. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> yeah no yeah no. but the song definitely hits home you know about no. relationships with family with friendships where you started um, relationships, but just your overall support system. Mm-hmm. What was your main meaning by the song? Like, what did that song mean to you in terms of being open? Um, what I wanted to do with that song specifically is, um, at the end of the day, when you're doing whatever you have to do in life, if you're, uh, let's say, uh, you're working for, you know, money, whatever, it comes down to, you know, we, we said morals and values. Mm-hmm. My family, I'm very family oriented. Mm-hmm. You know, I obviously had kids at a young age, yes, but it still took me a while to uh, understand that. 
because I, I mean, I've seen it in my family. That's my influence, my mother, my father, many traditions within the Asian household saying right. that you have to, you know, take care of your, uh, your younger sister, your older sister, your ate, your kuya, you know what I mean? <laughs> so within our culture, family orientation is really a strong thing, whether it be, um, high standards that our parents set or expectations. expectations. So when it comes to that, that's family. Yeah. So, and other than that, um, in the music, I wanted to show a little bit of the gritty side too, because you know, you're gonna face your highs and lows, mm-hmm. but it depends on how you're gonna get through it. You right. know what I mean? So me, obviously I'm still on the come up. I'm the underdog, you know, I'm Definitely. that one person that no one expects. But you have so much potential already. I mean, from the content that you have so far, substance, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, how I said that, but uh, from the substance that you've had so far, like you talk about real stuff, like real shit. Yeah, and uh, that's some of the things that I'm glad to have you on this podcast, and also you know, especially with your experience and you know what's currently happening in your life as of right now, and that's how that's affecting your current music. I think overall, it's 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 a it it plays a role in your life, you know. So I'm just really glad that you're here. I just wanted to point that out. No, I'm thankful to be here. I'm thankful for the opportunity that you guys are giving me. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, we're all creative. So we're definitely making something beautiful Mm -hmm. right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I remember earlier you had mentioned relationships. Um, How do the relationships that you surround yourself with really affect your music life? Everything around me that I go through will definitely affect me. Uh, If I have a crappy day at work or if I'm just going through, you know, things that a lot of us relate to, you know, sometimes you feel like you're never enough, you know, as an individual because of maybe relationships or maybe it comes from the influences of your family coming, going deep back to that. You know what I mean? So a lot of that really affects me, I guess you could say, but. It took a while for me to get to that expression because I would be the type of person to bottle it up. Mm. How can I transmute that negative energy or everything that I suppress deep down inside? And how can I really just flip it into something that is, you know, people can listen and understand, feel, vibe to also, you know, in Mm -hmm. different ranges, you know. Really relate to it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So Right. And I love that. that You got that little canvas to play around. But let's let's dive a little deeper, you know, like with your some of your music right now, especially having two kids taking yeah. that along. How is that like? How do you handle the law? Especially, you know, with the stress coming up, you're also working a nine to five. You mentioned in your song, literally nine to five. Let's <laughs> go. Nine to five yeah. But you're all about this abundance <laughs> mindset. And then when we were having that conversation, the phone call, what yeah. really sparked out to me was that you were very optimistic regardless of the situation. You were actually very much more Energetic. grateful, no, grateful yeah. for it because like it was teaching you. Mm-hmm. You know, so let's let's dive about that. How 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 is your current situation right now? You know, um what's what's your perspective overall in in how it's affecting your music, especially with your current situation as of right now? Um, I'd say nowadays, you know, I'd wake up I'm not gonna uh, lie, I'm not gonna wake up and be like I'm Superman. <laughs> yeah. I wake up, get up out the bed, you know, I take one step at a time. But what, what with whatever I'm facing most definitely it will drive me. If I'm talking about my kids, you know, uh, they're getting older. Sometimes I feel the pressure, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. time, I feel like I'm in a race against time. My yeah. daughters are growing up. My eldest is about to be nine. Mm-hmm. My youngest just turned two. Nice. So, so, and it goes back to fam. Those are the mm-hmm. two girls I do it for. Mm-hmm. 
and relating to that you know even feeling this way for me to put myself out it sometimes i doubt myself you know what right. i mean Definitely. so it has uh it has to do with i guess uh self-doubt self-worth mm-hmm. going deep within myself and trying to really uh really understand that you know what are the things that i what are the things in life that i have control over mm-hmm. and what are the things that i don't mm-hmm. where you could go from where you could march from Exactly. I have like a, a tattoo, actually. Oh, he's about to show it out. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> it's a old African proverb. I, cause I watch a lot of motivational videos. Yeah. So uh, if you ever heard of Les Brown, yeah, he said um, if you wake up in the morning, the first couple, uh, first two hours or twenty minutes to two hours is how your day will delegate you know what i mean oh man if you started off positive that's the energy you're going to drive off right right right. you know what i mean if you started off negative that's the mindset you're going to set towards you know subconsciously Mm -hmm. but uh relating back to what he said it says right here in the old african proverb if there is no enemy within the enemy on the outside can do us no harm so i'm the only i feel like i'm the only one holding myself back if i am sure within myself then I could take it as far as I want to go. You know what I mean? Love it. So with that being said, you know, um, I noticed you also mentioned the beginning of the podcast that, you know, some of the things involved around toxic relationships and which is by the way, really perfect with this uh, podcast. Exactly. You know, I mean, do you ever talk about any toxic relationship you might've experienced in the past or, um, if we're talking like toxic, it goes back from okay not to go deep but deep mm-hmm. um previously with me in my uh in my past you know being young i was like a junior going to become a senior my ex was a, a freshman turning into a sophomore mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's when we had our first child so we were both kids and we, you know being oblivious to the world and thinking that we could take on the world you know you have that faith because um those are the influences you look back on like my parents made it or you know this and that they got they got married so you know you sort of have that fairy tale thought of or a positive mindset towards relationships and love and sometimes things stray away yeah there's a fine line between idealistic and being realistic exactly mm-hmm. so when we had reached that you know that's when sort of a uh, realization had to come in Definitely. well denial was in first but Going through that relationship, um, two kids, you know, um, being oblivious to the world and trying to make it, having one child, thinking, you know, how are we going to do this? How are we going to do this? One, I was doing my music, but, you know, that was a way for me to express myself. But um, let me give you a little time frame, I guess you could say. Okay, so go for it, man. Back in high school, uh, that's why I was mentioning my first daughter was born. So my senior year comes around, my mom is mentioning, hey, we got to move to Italy. So I'm like, actually, this is the same day she mentioned it to me. She was like, uh, Alan, we're going to move to Italy because you, uh, I got orders over there because yeah. my mom. And I was like, mom, uh, yeah, <laughs> you have a grandchild. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the emotions so you cool. had that same day? It was scary. It yeah. was very, very scary. Telling my mom, like, you know, and and seeing the look on my mom's eyes was uh, another thing too, surprised also. 
but I know, I mean, to this day, I know my mom loves my, uh, my kids, you know, her grandchildren, those are little babies, you know, but coming from that, uh, I ended up moving to Italy for my senior year, so that was the start of a, a long distance relationship. So two, two kids, yeah, you know, right. long distance relationship, trying to make it work. We got a kid on the way. It's a six hour time difference, trying to uh, match each other's times, just trying to figure it out, you know? Mm-hmm. So I go back, um, go back to Florida after I graduate. Um, at that time, I'm still immature. I still want to run around in the streets. I want to party. I want to do this and that. I mean, who doesn't, right? Right, you know what I mean? <laughs> we want to explore the world. Right, so... At that time, I was messing around, just not really focused. Or I had, I had thought I was focused, but you know, you always get better every day. Definitely. And when that happened, uh, I ended up getting like, I got so bad with everything around me, not being being able to match responsibility. I always had that mindset it was my way or the highway, because you're young, you know what I mean? So that mindset, what that mindset had got me, it's living in my car. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. So living in my car, uh, the mother of my child, I remember, uh, was living in my car. I would park the car by the apartment and uh, she would come down with my daughter and she would bring me food. Mm. So it was really tough. How was that for you mentally? As a guy too, because you're the father, you, you know, uh, society's standards is uh, the men provide, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And that's how it was uh, seeing my dad too. But going into that, uh, it made me really look at myself and be like, okay, you got to step it up. You got to step it up. Um, that led me to moving back to Italy, mm-hmm. getting my stuff together and actually figuring out what do I want to, what I want to do with the rest of my life. How do I want to navigate or what is the one thing that's going to drive me? Mm-hmm. And that's when uh, music started to come along It started to pick up. I was figuring out my style, my sound. Mm-hmm. And uh, thankfully, um, to the specific clubs that were in Italy, Real Sound Project, uh, Flavor Entertainment, they had got me opportunities to open up for Waka Flocka. They gave me opportunities to open up for MTV Italy for a battle rap league, you know, so from high school showing the little glimpse, it showed a bigger specific glimpse. Now, now the... I could say the the bridge and the gap was closing in. I could see, you know, like okay, this is a possibility. Now it's it's like you go from point A mm-hmm. and you want to get to point C, but mm-hmm. you're stuck at point B. How do I navigate through? What do I got to do? You know, right. so um between those and you see all these independent artists come up and learning that you really don't need a label to really get you up there. You and know what I mean? Spread your message. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So when that happened, I moved back to Florida, and that's where I have the mindset between uh, I gotta get shit done. Yeah. Excuse my language. <laughs> Dude, I clustered you. Oh, <laughs> we already fuck. Set the tone. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's when I had the mindset where it's like, okay, I gotta get shit done. Now it's like it's all or nothing, and um, that's where I had took in the mindset of okay, father mode. You know, working a nine to five, working at Walmart. I used to work at a meal prep uh, company um, and just providing. And she would work too. So 
learning also to find a balance between a relationship. Yeah. That's at the time when you were with the mother of your child. Right? Yeah. So uh, we've been at the time we started dating around October 10th, 2009. Mm-hmm. And um, till uh, I'd say a couple months ago. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, um, coming back to uh, Florida and getting an apartment. Yeah. And being proud of just look what we did. We got an apartment together. We, our daughters running around in the household. You know what I mean? I felt proud of that. Um, and then after that, that's when I was doing more music within the city. Mm-hmm. I was networking with more people, doing shows every month, shows every month for six months straight. My mom and dad, uh, they want to, from Italy, they moved. To California, which is obviously here, you yeah. know, Oxnard. Yes, sir. Oxnard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, hey, you want to come out here? And I said, uh, how far is it away from LA? They're like, oh, it's not far. And I came down here. I was like, man, that's two hours. I don't like driving. <laughs> two hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You hit that 101 at a specific time. One hour at 12 a.m. <laughs> Yo. Yeah. And now we're here. Um, and this is the next level. It's mm-hmm. like, okay. We live together in an apartment. We're playing house, and you know, not to even throw, sh- not not even to talk lightly to say playing house, but understanding the responsibilities of being a parent or Definitely. being in a relationship together to work together to raise a child. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, cooking, cleaning, you know, just all those responsibilities. And um, so we moved to California. So it's like, okay, this is the next step, and this is where. I'll say it. Oh, man. Okay. It's an open space. Don't worry. I also have the option to cut things out if it okay. comes down to it. <laughs> so. Okay. Cool. No. Um, so, three days before we took the flight to California, my ex was pregnant, and uh, we were going to have a son. Three days before, that's when we found out that the child had miscarried. I'm sorry. So, like I said... It's not a toxic relationship. It was more of a learning experience between mm-hmm. two people, uh, learning from one another. When did you realize you wanted to do what's best for yourself in terms of separating, your, detaching from that relationship? After everything you guys been through with long distance, all the time you've been together, when did you know it was time to just take it your way and do what's best for you? Um. When I was working, uh, she would go to school. Mm-hmm. I would, uh, me and her would uh, share the responsibility of taking our daughter to school, this and that. And noticing that from when we were kids to, I'd say, within the last three years, um, that's when I started to notice, or we both, maybe we subconsciously noticed, but we didn't in the physical, you know, notice that we were drifting apart mm-hmm. when when you mentally check out and it's just like you expect the person to be there mm-hmm. that's another story when it's like hey you wake up in the morning hey i value you i love you i trust you this and that and it comes from a good place like don't get me wrong i right. have so much love for my ex and she's the mother of my child she brought the blessings to mm-hmm. my world but mm-hmm. there is like you said there's gonna be a time where it's like I need to do for me and you need to do for you mm-hmm. and we reached that when I'd say after she had graduated college 
So she graduated college and we both, you know, sat down and talked about it. You know, she met someone else, you know, and I'm happy for her. Yeah. And me, I had to realize, you know, um, after that, I was down and distraught. I, I bet. Had, you know, mental Dude, breakdown and everything, you know. I had to realize that I had to stand in my power and understand for myself. So it's like, okay, if going back to self-worth and self-value, mm-hmm. When it came comes to music, I had to put that perspective within myself. Mm-hmm. What are the things I can control and what are the things I can't? As Truly. long as my kids are good, as long as bills are paid, as long as they're living, I'm living, everything is all right. And, and I like that, that you decided at that point, that's where you're going and I respect that. Let me find on myself. This is my self-worth. My music is here. I have my kids here. They're all aligned together. And that's exactly. powerful. Yeah. That's powerful, bro. Like, for you to conceptualize that, especially with your relationship with your kids, like, you you have everything to gain and possibly nothing to lose. Maybe, you know, here and there. Some little <laughs> things. But for the most part, like, everything else to gain. Yeah, yeah. It's more of an experience, you know. You, as long as you look at the glass half full, you know, Love just it. all in perspective. And it took a while for me to even look at that, you mm-hmm. know, because um, I was, yeah, I was really low. I was going through a lot at that time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's, it's how you manage because you you let it either make you or break you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you and know? I really do appreciate you sharing your stories. Yeah, oh, thank you for that, by the yeah, way. Yeah, and all the lows and all the highs that you've been through because through everything, I'm glad that you really realize that being happy truly does come within. Exactly. And I'm glad that all that motivation re- truly speaks to your music and you deserve to feel safe, you deserve to thrive, to re- reach that happiness for yourself. Mm-hmm. So with within... um. The relationship, because I sort of like sprinted through it, but in between (laughs) those, like when you're with someone and you expect them to be there, this and that, that leads to like codependency. You know what I mean? Being like very dependent on each other and not realizing that. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I gotta have you around, I gotta have you around. And like she would have moments where she would try to isolate me. I, and that's a red flag already. I'm trying Even to network, this and that. I want to yeah. go out. I have to, you know, try to meet people because this is my passion. The profession that we're in, yeah. you have to put yourself out there. Yeah. If not, then what is the use? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And you, lo- you did you feel like you ever lost a sense of individuality with oh, that yeah. codependency? I felt like I was so humble to the point where I forgot my own fire inside. Mm-hmm. Like, Your own core value type thing. Just mm. looking at myself and be like, you're just just a regular guy. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you can't, that's when you start to realize eventually your own self-worth and you know embracing that aspect of you and the really cool thing by the way I, I wanted to share and i just pointed out right now bro that the fact that you're sharing this thing just so you know there's a lot of younger people out there who have not significantly successfully stayed with their individual baby mother or baby father exactly. and you taking sharing that bro it's a powerful stance yeah i mean when we get into relationships or we figure out you know we have kids the best thing we want to do is at least we try mm-hmm. you know I, and it's not negative towards her you yeah. know it's like i know that i tried my best i know she's tried her best our kids are good <laughs> you know I, I was actually talking to my uh eldest and it's you know like i miss her you know she's back home in florida so she's doing good and i'm always reminded and i'm thankful yes <laughs> that I, you know i have these blessings in my yeah, life. yeah you know what i mean 
Yeah, and we're grateful to have you here too. So that's another blessing. <laughs> always, always. You know what I mean? So yeah, but uh, t- tell me some of your work that you're working on right now. You know, let's talk a little bit about you as an artist. You know, uh, what are you going through? So right now, um, I'm finishing up the album Stepping Stones uh, with my co-producer Andrew. Right there. I don't know if anyone will see, but you know, hey. <laughs> you, you, you could switch that camera real quick and then point it back out to me. <laughs> there he is. And, uh, Andrew, can you make sure that's okay? That's I think that should be good, right? Yeah. Okay. He's like, let me see it. If you don't mind. Hey, there we go. Yeah, we're good. Okay, we're back. But yeah, so so some of your work. So currently, yeah, we are finishing up the album Stepping Stones. So Stepping Stones is the follow-through of Nights of Nostalgia. If you hear Nights of Nostalgia, it's um, looking back. Mm-hmm. You, know, you have nights of thinking back of the past. You know, all the good times of what you think is good times. Mm-hmm. Because there will be Nights of Nostalgia in the future, too, if that makes sense. Like, right. what are the supposedly good old days? Because good old days will be continued. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Definitely. So this goes into Stepping Stones. So what is the next thing that's going to project me to where I want to be? You know, what is the next sound? What is the next evolution of me as an artist? So Nights of Nostalgia was more primarily based off of uh, the writing aspect. While Stepping Stones is the moment where I learned how to produce. And then me, I met my friend Andrew and we started producing together. But the fact that, you know, being an artist and being independent, you know, I don't have enough money to uh, pay for, you know, all the things that my daughters need and then I gotta you know pay other producers it's like mm-hmm. no I'd rather invest in myself and I'd rather take charge you know what I mean definitely yeah so I, I know this this new Stepping Stones album you're coming out with talks a lot about your future and a lot about what you plan on doing and with new experiences yeah. and whatnot but I, I just want to backtrack real quick because I think you had mentioned earlier you, you were in this industry um, starting in t- 2006, correct? Or 2013? So from 2006, is, I'd say, where I was... Uh, that's where my cousin had showed me stuff. It was okay. a warm-up. That was the warm-up, <laughs> you know what I mean? That was a foot in the water. 2013 yeah, was yeah, the come-up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out J. Cole. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, but I just wanted to backtrack because I've noticed that a lot of your content is, you know, obviously motivational about growing and moving, but what motivated you from going from where you had started to where you now because obviously what you're talking about is truly humbling and you like you just said, i'm just a regular type guy but yeah. what keeps you humble and what inspires you to stay you know local and true to yourself um just keeping that humble mindset is obviously like if you ever felt like um tomorrow is uncertain yeah you know what i mean as so, true as true. it is so as much as that i have that mindset and i've had many times where you know when you're younger you feel that ego you feel that, that you know pride. yeah that pride in that ego but once that you know that uh slaps you in the face once reality you get check in the face exactly <laughs> you know what i'm saying that reality oh, check man. that will change your perspective that will change your aspect in looking at mm-hmm. you know it's not only about you especially mm-hmm. when you have kids it's not only about you i had to learn the hard way they're, obviously they're would, would you yeah. sorry would you say that you know once you realize that dang you had responsibilities you know with kids and then you 
girl left you did it humble you a little bit more especially you know realizing that dang maybe i had some so-called codependency involved it was more self-reflection mm-hmm. and then that self-reflection turned into more of a drive mm. was there ever a point in your music career you wanted to stop because you had kids and everything that has happened i'd say or if anything it just motivated you more uh, there were don't get me wrong like there were times where i'd be like man what am i doing this for yeah. i see Same other people when i doing this oh my god comparison <laughs> yeah. <not> getting <laughs> it happens to everyone you know sometimes you um i see other artists i've came up with i've seen other mm-hmm. artists i grew with and i'm like damn they're doing this they're doing that but like going back to things I can't control, that's their lives. Exactly. I have to look into my own realm and make my own opportunities, make my own things manifest. You know what I mean? Definitely. So that's where it comes down to. Like I would doubt myself, but self-assurance, being self-confident. Self-assurance. I love that. Man, that's important too. And I, I have a whole affirmation that I had to listen to daily about. I, I recorded myself too. There, that's, <laughs> so. that's amazing though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Those self-chants because you're you're putting it through your subconscious mm-hmm. mind and it's 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 reminding you. Yeah. Especially for anybody that's going through that salt like that lost path where they realize man maybe you know someone you lost someone in the past that's no longer with you for whatever reason may be yeah. and the path may be different this is a good time you know this is a good little um recording or mm-hmm. environment that we're creating because our, our it's mind, amazing yeah it's powerful you know our thoughts are super powerful what yeah. we tell ourselves is powerful if we, if we feed ourselves that negativity obviously that's what's gonna be what's around mm-hmm. us you know you want to gravitate you want to radiate yeah. um out back that same energy so yeah it's like what, what you give into the world is what you'll definitely get you know what i mean yeah. you, you put yourself in that mindset and it will come back to you you know anything you give you get that you get back so if you give if you if you put your heart in the right place then everything will fall together yes sir i'm not gonna say it's literally gonna be fairy tale Mm -hmm. but you know through through slow steps stepping stones it will definitely get you to where you want to be he's like album promotion right like stepping stones (laughs) (laughs) that's perfect but uh and i think uh we're wrapping it up pretty from that do you have anything else that you want to add on margo or uh sensei uh, I'm thankful that you guys have had me here. The opportunity for us Appreciate to work it. together. There's gonna be yes, many more things that oh, we are yes. gonna work Trust together. <laughs> you know? so. Thank you. Thank you for sharing everything that you've been through, all your experiences. You know, it's not very mm-hmm. easy to talk about those vulnerable statements that you've been through. So I'm glad I'm that an you're open, open book. As an artist, like this is my expression. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the fact that we can be on a platform where we discuss these deep things when it comes to personal, either personal issues things that we go through these are the things that we need because everything nowadays is more surface level you know what i mean thank you that's exactly i'm like retweet but thank you though we really do appreciate it thank you guys but yes. any last words in terms of you know your for anybody listening coming? that's you i i'm sure you know hopefully in the future people listening as well will you know love and gravitate towards your music which i i'm sure you'll say you know gravitate towards you that whole optimism let's go uh, you know supercharged um you can follow me at uh s-e-n-s-e-i-i-9-3 on instagram and twitter you know i'll so. put it down there in the bottom the, the, the bottom somewhere down there <laughs> <laughs> But I'm really grateful and thankful to uh, really, really communicate with you guys because this is a bigger thing, nonetheless, for for me, you know, because maybe uh, subconsciously I wasn't able to 
let it out mm-hmm. with certain things, you know. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you know we discuss these type of topics, you know, it helps me get it out myself. Yeah, and I really hope that people self-therapy who are listening really mm-hmm. connect with you what you're saying. I'm yeah. sure they will. I'm sure they will. I'll find a way to do so if I need to. <laughs> <laughs> and and our, I have a question: Is all your songs streaming in all platforms? In terms yeah. Of Apple Music. Okay. Apple I saw, Music, I Spotify, iTunes, uh, Amazon yeah, Music, yeah, Pandora, yeah, yeah, YouTube. You know what I'm saying? LimeWire. After you download, you're gonna get a virus. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, guys, that that's it for on the go voice. This is IP series. I'm your host Charles. My co-host Margo. And this is Sensei. There we go. Thank you for listening to On the Go Voice. And the only voice that matters is the one that's on the go. Thanks for listening, guys. Peace.